Thank you for downloading this month's podcast of BJOG Editor's Choice with Deputy Editor-in-Chief John Thorpe. Readers are often biased to believe that randomized clinical trials shed the most light on any topic. This approach neglects some important facts. First, it's not ethically or practically possible to randomly assign an exposure that really matters to a research subject. Second, investigators lack the knowledge to create most exposures, and if we did, it would be a dangerous thing to do. Third, properly powered trials looking at the rare world of poor perinatal outcomes are large and quite expensive. Finally, subjects who choose to enroll in trials differ substantively from those who decline, thus limiting generalizability. Therefore, clinicians must also rely on observational studies or only rely on anecdote and expert opinion. This month's edition has cogent examples of that approach. Muraka and colleagues conducted a population-based retrospective cohort study looking at over 10,000 operative vaginal or abdominal mid-cavitary deliveries for fetal distress or dystocia. Operative vaginal delivery was associated with increased perinatal morbidity and mortality, more so with dystocia as an indication relative to fetal distress. They used state-of-the-art propensity scoring and multivariable regression to control for confounding. These techniques are described in detail by the world-renowned epidemiologists Candy Ananth and Enrique Schisterman in their accompanying commentary. These guides lead us step-by-step through the decision-making around drawing causal inferences from observational data. The end result is knowledge a clinician can use the next time her patient has a mid-cavitary arrest or bradycardia and ask which route is safer for my baby, operative vaginal or cesarean section. Intergenerational studies are an observational study technique that helps us delineate how much of a disease or condition is due to a genetic predisposition. Looking at mothers, daughters, and grandchildren allow us to detect inherited patterns. In this issue, Endler and colleagues do so with retained placenta, showing an intergenerational recurrence pattern on both the maternal and paternal size. Also in this issue, Rasmussen and colleagues show that women who were small for gestational age at their births have an increased risk of placental abruption when their children are in utero. Patients commonly wish to relate to me the birth outcomes of their mothers and mother-in-laws, and these papers emphasize the wisdom of their sense of inheritability. Many observational studies assess ethnicity, almost always relying on maternal self-report. There's no gold standard defining ethnicity, and it is thus a most subjective opinion that becomes even cloudier in multicultural societies. Lockie and colleagues look at the reliability of ethnicity self-reports in a contemporary group of pregnant women from Australia. 
these women used an array of descriptions with which to choose their ethnicity, including country of birth, region of ancestry, language, religion, physical appearance, and country of citizenship. Nearly half of women chose more than one description. In this population, ethnicities are being admixed more and more, making ethnic disparities in preterm birth or growth restriction less likely to be of biologic significance. Perhaps immigration and interracial relationships will culminate in the disappearance of those disparities. I hope our readers will be impressed with the quantity and quality of observational research within BJOG pages. Randomized trials are powerful tools that have their proper places, but we would be foolish to discard or discount all the knowledge to be gained from other lines of inquiry. You can read our papers with confidence that we're publishing high-quality articles from which you can draw conclusions to take in to clinical encounters. Thank you for listening to this month's BJOG Editor's Choice. We have been reporting the best research in women's health since 1902. We are keen to hear your views. Tweet us at BJOG Tweets. You can find more podcasts at www.bjog.org.